Hey everyone, welcome to the Neighborly Podcast. My name is Cody and I'll be your host. In this series, I'll chat with old and new friends about entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and business. I'd like to introduce a good friend, a former teammate of high school basketball, (laughs) small business owner and fishing expert, Lyle Gator to the show. Uh, Welcome, Lyle. Thanks, Cody. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Good, Uh, good. Hoping I get to talk about fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, let's get into it. Um, So, so for those who don't know Lyle in Niagara, uh, as I mentioned, he's a small business owner. Um, he runs and operates, correct me if I'm wrong, if this is the proper term, uh, chartering service yep. uh, for fishing here in Niagara. Um, I'll let you talk more about it because it's more, uh, more, more your kind of gig. Uh, so, so go ahead, ex- explain your business uh, and, and what the service is. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I operate Hooked on Niagara Guide Service. Uh, and like you said, it's a fishing charter. So I have my own boat all the gear, safety equipment, fishing equipment, and uh, of course the, the knowledge about the local fishery uh, that allows me to take people out on the boat uh, for, for a day of fishing out on the water. Nice. Uh, so how, how did you get started with fishing? Like I know everyone sometime in their life probably picked up a fishing rod and, and went back down to like mm-hmm. their local lake or pond. Um, but, but this isn't no amateur setup that you got. I mean, like you've been doing this for a while and I know Lyle personally and, and recently in the past years, you, you bought a new boat, you had to, you had to buy a truck to pull the boat. Um, I can only imagine all the gear you have because for those who, and and I might put some pictures on our social, it's not like a little Tim boat and one fishing rod. Uh, it's a pretty big rig with like multiple rods set up, um, different types of lures. Um, um, so explain that. How, how, how did it go from just, um, kind of like a passion of yours, uh, to running, um, from what I see a pretty successful, uh, side business. Cause you do, you are fully employed right now by another company. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it, it all started in the earliest sense. Uh, me getting into fishing was was a, a hobby and a love of mine uh, from a very early age with my family. Um, spending summers up north in the Bruce Peninsula area up in Tobermory. Uh, I learned to fish from my, my grandfather. And that was something that we we still do now. Um, awesome. But something, you know, early on uh, that I really uh, enjoyed, um, you know, all aspects of it the fishing, um, meeting people through fishing, uh, the wildlife side of things that really got me started, um, loving fishing. Then as I got older, um, you know, I started to see different fishing tournaments and I was able to fish some of them, um, just sort of as, uh, not as a captain, but as a a non-boater they're called. Um, so, so doing that, um, and then really just seeing what was available, 
locally because we have so much uh, water. You know, on the Niagara Peninsula, we're surrounded by two lakes on either side and also the right. River. Um, you know, starting to, to fall in love with the area in, in that sense, um, I, I got a job at the local tackle store, Peter's Tackle. Nice. So what that then gave me was just so much access to great people that I could learn from, um, you know, fishing techniques, different species, all that. And from there, my, my love of, of fishing as a whole really grew. Um, it wasn't until uh, it would be 2017 that um, I, I kind of thought that being a guide would be pretty cool. Yep. And, and I, I started by working for somebody else uh, up in Mississauga. Okay. So, you know, I'm here in Niagara and Mississauga, you know, on a good day, no traffic, <laughs> 45 minutes, right? There's no good days, Lyle. <laughs> but there's no good days. No. But you know when is a really good time to travel? <laughs> Never. The when? 3, 3.30 in the morning. Oh. So, dude, I did that for two years. Every day, I would wake up at 3.30, leave so that I could get to the dock for like 4.30, 5 o'clock, and, uh, and run a 14-hour day. So we'd do two six-hour trips plus cleanup and, uh, and all the, the right. fueling and all that. Um, and that was for pretty much all of June, July, and August. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. In, in university. So while in university. Yeah. Oh my during God. The, during the summer, but right, 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 still, right. like still, yeah. <laughs> Usually people take a break. Lyle's like, no, I'm going to wake <laughs> up at the, the crack of dawn, drive an hour and then be on the water for 14 hours. That sounds like fun. It was. I loved it. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, kind of to backtrack a little bit. Uh, yeah. Can you explain what it means to be a guide? So like for those who don't fish often or haven't fished at all, um, what's the benefits of, you know, going out with a guide compared to just fishing yourself? One obvious one is if you don't have a boat, you're going to be stuck on the land. So hmm. there's an opportunity to actually get out on the lakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's uh, exactly it. I, I'd say for most of the people that I take out, um, that's big, you know, they, yep. they may not have um, their own boat. And a lot of my customers actually tell me it's, it's more economical for them to just hire me than to have all that upkeep on their own. Right. Um, and it's, it's absolutely true because the off the water stuff that I do to make sure that my gear is maintained and everything's safe is is a lot of work in itself so i can that's, imagine <laughs> that's a service for sure um that that i'm providing with that right um, um yeah, aside so aside from that yeah it's it's just like the the time out on the water and being able to unplug right and, and we really saw that this year with everything with covid um most of the people that i had out were just so so happy to put the rest of the world aside right and just focus on either the the people that they were with or, or doing some fishing. Right. That makes sense. And you know what, like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you were fortunate enough to, to still be able to operate through, through most of COVID because it is outdoors. And yep. although you're stuck on a boat, you're outside and you can wear masks, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. Um, so what, what does a chartering season look like? Like how long is this? Because, you know, eventually the water freezes over. Do you do like 
ice fishing chartering is that a thing is that or is it just boat you know yeah yeah so so for me um i don't do any ice fishing charters okay um, but that so is a thing right like it, i'm not crazy. absolutely okay, no no perfect no, <laughs> no people do that and okay. uh and it's a great way to get outside in the winter um, right i i operate pretty much from march until christmas time in december okay um, because the Niagara River never really freezes over fully. Right. You'll get ice in the river, but it, it's enough that you can still, uh, it, it's open enough that you can still run your boat. For sure. Um, so I, I do it. Uh, I started March uh, fishing for steelhead trout. Um, and then I just kind of move through the seasons and follow whatever the good fishing is. Um, awesome. For whatever species. Yeah. So like what, yeah, that's a, that's another good segue. What kind of fish are we looking at when, you know, a lot of people go to port, uh, you don't really think about the fish that's beyond the beach and, and what's actually out there. Yeah. Um, I just a side note, I went fishing with Lyle once. Uh, it was amazing to see all the setup. Um, I was very ill-prepared, but it was fun. Uh, and I <laughs> caught a literal monster, maybe not yeah, to man. his standard, but I'm like, why is this thing in the water? Um, and it was a salmon. So you know, the closest thing to salmon I know is like the sushi at the grocery store. And this thing was like the size of my desk and, and really put me in for a good fight. So like how, what, what, what are the most prominent species of fish in, mm -hmm. in our lakes surrounding us and riverways and, and how big do they get? Yeah. Um, that, that was a fun day for sure. When, when we, <laughs> we got you on that salmon, I was, uh, I was looking forward to that. And, uh, so, so that's, that's the, the main species in Lake Ontario that, that people fish for is, is the Chinook salmon. Okay. There, there's also other species of trout. Um, there's rainbow trout, brown trout, and lake trout. Um, so when I'm on Lake Ontario, that's usually what I'm fishing for. Um, right. We also have uh, warm water species in the Niagara River and Lake Erie, which are your, your bass, your walleye, your okay. perch. So there's really a variety and uh and lots of options good stuff yeah. and obviously when you're chartering you can't guarantee you're going to get a fish that day right i i don't have <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a fish guarantee i would say i mean i've, I've never run a charter where i didn't catch at least one fish with okay. customers okay that's um, a good that's a good track record for those yeah. interested <laughs> awesome um yeah. so Tell me, tell me a funny story. Tell me a, a cool story while chartering, um, whether it's in, in your, your personal chartering business that you have or in the past when you've chartered for other companies. I think the one that really stands out apart from sort of, and I, I'm lucky to be able to say that they're, they're everyday moments for me where people have like that great expression on their face or right. that great moment like those to me are what brings value to what I do. Of course. But, but apart from that, uh, I was able to take Luke Bryan and his band <laughs> out on a fishing charter in Toronto. That's so, amazing. Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't know until the, the, like the day of when he walked on the boat. Yeah. Um, and that was, that whole day was just super cool. How many fish did he catch? Uh, we were out for only two hours <laughs> because he, he, uh, you know, he had, he had the show that night. Yeah. Just um, to I, go fill an arena and sing to like 20,000 people. That's all. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no big deal for him. <laughs> it's an everyday thing. 
So I think we got four salmon that day. Okay, that's the, good. In the two hours. So we pulled it off. Imagine that's um, the one day you didn't catch a fish. Yeah. Like how <laughs> disappointing would that be? Sorry, Mr. Brian. Yeah. Oh man. And yeah. and obviously I I, I kind of knew that story, but you know, mm-hmm. it's a podcast. I got a hint at that story. Yeah. Um, did you get anything afterwards from him? Uh yeah, yeah. We uh <laughs> you know, we had the great day out on the water with him and uh and his manager came up to us and, and thanked us, you know, for our hard work. And uh we actually ended up getting VIP tickets for the show that night. That's amazing. So we, we took the boat down, it was at um the amphitheater. Oh, so you could you did you just dock the boat? We docked then? it. Oh. yeah man <laughs> that's sick we docked it and we enjoyed the um the show it was fantastic and and it was just one of those days where everything lined up it was it was right. awesome that's great so how long have you been so you started in 2017 yep um but but when did it really get started because okay so in 2020 just i don't know if you have the numbers off by head but how many people do you think you t- you you took out on the water? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I know in my, my first year myself, um, yep. I did about, about 20 or 25 okay. uh, groups and I was taking, you know, anywhere between one to three people out. Okay. Um, and, and then this year I was fortunate enough um, to do uh, over double that. Um, Amazing. So, I mean, when you, when you think about one to three people per trip, yeah, it's, it's somewhere it's getting into the, the hundreds range that's amazing um, of people that I've, I've taken out on the water. Yeah. So are these a lot of local or even like within the province people um, that hear about your services are already familiar to chartering or maybe not uh, haven't been fishing at all. Or are these, are, are, is this stream coming from tourism, right? So when mm-hmm. people come to Ontario or Niagara Falls or wherever it may be, and they want to go fishing, they find your services. What would you say? Like, is there a split there or is it predominantly people locally that are getting out on the water with you? It's a really good question, Cody, because it's changed so much between last year and now this year. (laughs) And and I'm a new business owner and I'm trying to figure it out, you know, where's my business coming from. And this year, you know, lots of people, uh, within Ontario, yeah, uh, exploring their backyard for sure. I did, did have you... some people from Alberta. Okay. Um. So, but they were they were visiting family in in the falls. Okay. Yeah. Did mm. Did you find there was a little uptick when travel bans were put in place and you really couldn't do anything but explore? You know, if you lived in Niagara, explore Niagara, go to Toronto, whatever it may be. Did you find that? Did you find there was maybe a few people that? you took out that were from the GTA area and looking for something to do hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That um, was a huge driver. Yeah. Which is great for outdoor business, right? Great for yes. leisure. You saw it. It was crazy. Like bike sold out right away. Cause everyone now wants to go biking and just mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Right. So, so that's good. That's a positive for you. So the yep. year before pre COVID, which seems a long, long ways, uh, back down the road yeah did did you get a lot of tourism like tourists coming onto your service yep yeah i yeah. did uh i have a world map up in my in my office here because you know that first year was really cool i i had people from japan 
I had people from uh, all over the States. That's amazing. And it was like something I totally didn't expect getting into doing fishing charters was right. like everybody in the world fishes. Yeah. Like yeah, someone in their point. culture fishes and yeah. like to have that coming together in Niagara Falls and the Niagara area to right. me is like super, super exciting. Right. So I've always wondered this in the river, Niagara Falls river. Mm -hmm. Is, is there like a border? Like, how does that work? Can you go fish on the American side or do you need like licensing or something like, yeah. What's the deal with that? So there's an imaginary line, I guess okay. uh, that you, you could say that that's marked. I have a, a mapping system on my boat so that okay. I can see where the border is. Yeah. Um, and pre COVID I could go over and fish in us waters as long as I had uh, the U S fishing license for New York state. Okay. Yep. So, so that was all good. And then obviously this year with travel bans, this sort of thing um, that was uh, no longer possible. Um, right. But yeah, there's, there's basically a line in the sand <laughs> and yeah, that's, you got to have a map. Yeah, for sure. Um, how does it feel to be a small business owner? I mean, um, like I said, uh, at the beginning of this, you have a full-time job. Um, what was your educational background again? What did you major in? Mm -hmm. It was, so, it was, it was something outdoor. It was like fisheries, right? Actually geography. Okay. So still outdoors. Yes. Um, and, and that I never, I never thought that I could do this yep. until I just had like such a terrible university experience. And that's, that's nothing against the school or the program. Like I benefited so much from going to university, right? but it was just sort of this, this time for me that was like, you know what? I got to do my own thing. Right. And I'm very, very lucky that I did take geography because it, it helped me a lot with, with eventually getting to the point that I'm at now where I'm able to start my own business and be educated on uh, the resource, um, you know, obviously being concerned about conservation, things like sure. that. Um, it, it really helped me. So how are our waters? How, how is the, I, like, I don't know if you know this offer information, but do, do we have relatively clean water or do we have a healthy supply of fish in, in Niagara? What, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely a concern all the time. Um, okay. you, you know, I think anybody that, that studies, uh, fisheries will, will tell you that we're, we're under a constant, uh, concern for balance, okay. um, but between predators, prey, um, you know, climate change concerns, things like that. Um, I'd say in Niagara, we have uh, a very good, uh, healthy ecosystem in the river. Right. Um, but it, it, there has been a history of pollution as well. So um, I always encourage my customers to release their fish. Um, okay. Out on Lake Ontario, it's fine to keep a few fish. That's, that's no problem. Um, but as yep. far as eating them every day, um, I, I definitely stay away from that. <laughs> It's not crystal clear water. Like you'll probably grow a third arm or something if you eat it every day, right? <laughs> we, we like to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a contract? Does it say in the contract, like don't eat too much? It's not my problem <laughs> not, if you do. Not responsible for long-term health effects. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I should add that on my waiver. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, what What's the largest fish you've caught 
in Lake, Lake Ontario or that someone is caught with you? So in Lake Ontario, um, the biggest fish that I was a part of, and I didn't reel it in, but it was one of my, one of my customers, uh, was a 31.72 pound Chinook salmon. Holy. So that's like a, that's like a small dog. Yes. (laughs) And it fights so hard. Uh, you know, it was like a 40 minute fight and, and we were in a big derby and he was leading to win 10 grand. Oh until God. the last day of the derby and someone bumped him out by a lot or by just like a ounces. point ounces, oh. man. <laughs> losing 10,000 by ounces that yeah. hurts yeah that hurts okay so is there a bigger fish that you or someone else have caught in other water uh, you know, they're out there like big yep. carp. There's, there's big carp. I know you and I have actually done some carp fishing too. Um, yeah. So is that those, when you those put suckers, the, did you put your a hook through your finger? I did. Or did I put the hook through your finger? How did it work? I forgot. No, that, that I, was all me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my experience with, uh, fishing with Lyle. No, I'm kidding. But, um, that, that was an interesting day as well. Yes. Oh man. That, that, uh, you know, when you asked me the first question about what was your, your greatest experience, that story didn't come up because <laughs> that, that, that was not one of my finer moments. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and that was just a day out. He wasn't getting paid or anything. No, like, no, that was just us having fun. Yeah, but I will say you're very optimistic having a hook right through your finger, like <laughs> literally through the fingertip, through the nail. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty gruesome. Um, Okay, on happier notes. <laughs> um, so what what would you recommend people to, you know, okay, so if they're chartering with you, what do they have to bring? Uh, yeah, the, the main thing, and I see it all the time, especially as we get later in the season, is, is suitable clothing for the time of year that we're going. Okay. Um, people that aren't outdoorsy people, maybe, um, tend not to have the same respect for wind and rain and even the the difference in temperature when you're out on the water versus when you're on shore right so you know if it's uh if it's september uh it can be really cold early in the morning um, right or or as the sun's going down so that's the biggest thing Uh, i always recommend you know dress in layers um all the safety equipment is taken care of uh life jackets uh pfd is all all taken care of so any other, uh, you know, lunch, snacks, uh, non-alcoholic beverages, uh, pretty much good to go. Awesome. That's, that's it. Um, and then for people who want maybe to start fishing in Niagara, what do you need and where should you go? I think the biggest thing is what you need is an open mind. Okay. And, and I, I don't mean to sound like a hippie when I say wow. that. but That's quotable. <laughs> what you need to start fishing in Niagara is an open mind. Yeah. Be- be- because Wild gator. You- <laughs> we can put it on t-shirts. Yeah. Do you do meditation when you're out there too? Yeah. Some, some forms. Yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, like there's so many options and it's, it's a difficult place if you've never fished before it's, it's quite honestly a very difficult place because it's big water all the time to like get started. Right. So if you start, you're going to fail 
to some degree right but like as long as you remember that fishing is about fun and that it's every time that you go out if you can learn something either about uh nature or maybe it's a form of meditation for you um maybe learn about yourself through your adventures um to me that's keeping an open mind and uh and that's really important good answer good answer um well listen thank you for jumping on the podcast uh for those listening it's a very informal podcast and and today's kind of off the beaten path with fishing um but again another great small business owner uh here in niagara that's doing uh big things for himself but also the fishing community um so i thank you for coming on the show lyle Thank you for sharing your pleasant and not so pleasant stories. Um, (laughs) Where can people find you? Well, first of all, Cody, thank you for having me. Um, It's it's been great. Um, People can reach out to me. I'm on Facebook. My handle is hooked on Niagara guide service on on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram hooked on Niagara and I have a website, uh, www.hookedonniagara.ca. Amazing. And I'll link all this stuff on our Instagram page. Um, So again, thank you, Lyle. I hope this year is great for fishing and hopefully we'll be out of our restrictions soon. Um, But enjoy the rest of your night and enjoy the waters ahead. Thanks, Cody.